0: I'm Jenny Tennyson, I'm Vice President and Chief Strategy Advisor at the ODI, and I'm just going to set a bit of context about why the ODI is interested in the topic of experimentalism, and particularly the role of underrepresented uh, or minoritized people in uh, in, in this area. Um, So at the ODI, then we want data to work for everyone. We think that data can have a really positive impact on the world, that it can help decision makers make better decisions faster, more confidently, whether they're governments or businesses or civil society groups or even us as individuals. And we think that data can help us address the biggest challenges of our time, whether it's coping with and recovering from COVID-19 or Uh, mitigating the worst effects of the climate crisis. We also know that this isn't working perfectly at the moment. We have organisations that hoard data rather than sharing it, which limits who can use it to inform themselves and how they act. We also have a predominant narrative of fear around data, about how it might be misused or turned against people, that in the right hands and used in the right way, it could help. Um, In the global north and amongst minoritized, underrepresented people, these manifest as legitimate concerns about embedding historic discrimination and biases and introducing new ones as a result of collection and use of data. Now, our, our argument at OGI is that being more open to counter hoarding and more trustworthy with data to counter that fear enables us to get to a better place of positive impact in the world with data. We think that data can be used to help us address global challenges that we all face in different ways. And we think that this can be done in just, equitable and empowering ways. Um, And I'm sure that that's possible at a high level. But when you get into the details of data policy and practice, things start to get messier because the world that we're working in is complex. Because we're uncertain about what works and what doesn't and because we're working in a rapidly changing environment. So that's the context in which we're having this conversation today, because we think that to deal with complexity, uncertainty and change, we have to be deliberate about iterating, adapting, experimenting in data policy and practice. And we want to explore how to do that. So this series of roundtables is all about exploring how to do that well. Um, What we're focusing on today is uh, in this kind of first roundtable around this for this workstream is understanding how the context in which we work is changing. So we can see new kinds of data being made available more widely, more real time data, more administrative data, more data from the private sector, for example. Also, more qualitative data that reflects the subtleties of people's real world lived experiences more disaggregated data, whether it's by gender or ethnicity or place and intersections of those. We can also see new data analyses coming to the fore. So new ways of getting insights out of big data sets, new AI predictions, new kinds of visualizations that help take data from spreadsheets into decision-maker hands. And at the same time, we have changing social norms and expectations that we're working within, we can see changing narratives and expectations in terms of privacy and data protection and control. um, That also are changing and that are different from context to context. We can argue for responsible data use for trusted and trustworthy data ecosystems and so on, but the conditions of trust aren't static they change over time for different communities and for different use cases, so we need to adapt our approaches to take um, to take account of that. Today we're going to particularly looking at the uh, role of minority and minoritized communities participating in, shaping, leading experimentation around data policy and practice. Um, There are three risks and opportunities that I want to particularly highlight, which might come up in discussion or might not, but ones that I'm particularly interested in exploring. Um, First, I want to recognise that historically, experimentation and particularly harmful experimentation is something that has been done to people who are underprivileged. Um, I'm reminded of Cory Doctorow's observation that digital surveillance technologies are deployed first on those with weak rights, such as children and prisoners, before spreading to the rest of us. So if data policymakers and practitioners are experimenting, how do we make that fair, equitable work for everybody um, and not be exploitative? Second, minoritized people already exist on the boundaries and it's on the boundaries that we most need experimentation. So how do we take advantage of the kind of critical outsider perspective to find opportunities to shape the direction of and then push those boundaries in data policy and in practice. Um, And finally, another opportunity. Underprivileged communities are frequently transnational and there is an opportunity for collective international action and influence from communities that are underprivileged. I wonder if there are particular things that we should have in place to make the most of this and to be able to learn from and support each other in our experimentation better across borders in particular. Anyway, so to summarize, I think we all want a world where data works for everyone and is applied to tackle the big challenges that we encounter. But when we get to the details of data policy and practice, we need to be able to operate in a complex, uncertain, rapidly changing context. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts today on how that context is changing and what that means for underrepresented, minoritized people working around data policy and practice. Thanks for being here.